Hello everyone, welcome back to Duel of the Takes. Today we are doing an episode where we are guessing Alden's top 20 favorite movies of all time. Alden, this is going to be a very uh, you-heavy episode, so uh, do you have any notes for us? Anything you're excited? Uh, how is it like formulating this list? Um, I'm glad I rewatched a lot of things, and I'm glad I watched a few of these for the first time. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put all of these movies into a randomizer and then put them in chat. Uh, if I go by Duel the Takes lore, there should be like eight Christopher Nolan movies in his top ten. Oh, damn, there's the list. Oh my god. There's 42. I almost, as a gag, was thinking about adding, uh, the rest of Christopher Nolan's filmography. I think I only have two on here. I don't know if Alden's seen some of these. There's, uh, there should be 42 right there. Is the movie 42 on this list? No, sorry I'm racist. Also, where's draft day? That's now tradition for this, uh, that draft day's in the pool. Oh, here, I'll edit this message. Man, we just had that Field of Dreams game. I'm excited for the draft day game the NFL will do in 20 years. Here it is, Alden's list of 42 movies. 20 of these are his top 20 favorite movies of all time. Drive, Lilo and Stitch, Ford vs. Ferrari, From Up on Poppy Hill, Parasite, Norbit, Ockjaw, A Cure for Wellness, Short Term 12, Suspiria, the 2018 remake, Baby Driver, Mad Max Fury Road, Perks of Being a Wallflower, Scott Pilgrim, Submarine, Herbie Fully Loaded, Judas and the Black Messiah, Scooby-Doo 2, The Hunt for the Wilder People, Suspiria, Cat in the Hat, Interstellar, Ghost in the Shell, Dunkirk, The Beach Bum, Blade Runner 2049, The Lego Movie, Fargo, Kill Bill, Legend, Tokyo Drift, The SpongeBob Movie, The Dark Knight, Jackie Brown, Thank You for Smoking, A Ghost Story, Lion King 1.5, Ex Machina, Shrek 2, Grave of the Fireflies, Dr. Strangelove, Sorry to Bother You, and Draft Day. All right, Josh, we got a lot of work ahead of us. Alden, and can you give us our first hint for number 20? Okay, uh, this might be a giveaway, but uh, I feel like this movie is a representation of my concept of time right now, or the lack thereof. Is Memento on this list? I don't feel drunk. <laughs> <laughs> concept of time i mean i feel like this past year and a half has messed up everyone's sense of time especially alden's so yeah this is uh this is pretty difficult there's a couple movies on here that i think you know might work uh whether it be like the editing techniques or whatever of beach bum like that could work that could work um short term 12 there's kind of like this like sense of like longing and wishing to do more i I, I can get behind this. Alden's also been traveling a lot, so I'm trying to look for something for that, too. Traveling has helped my concept of time. Yeah, it might be Beach Bum. I was thinking that, too. I think I'm going with my gut and saying the Beach Bum. That's That was the first thing I thought of when he, Alden said that hint. I feel like it's... It, it, I think it might, I'm going to go with my gut and say Short Term 12. I just... I don't know. I know Alden really likes that movie, but if he rewatched a lot of them for this ranking, I don't think it's going to be in like his top 10, top 15. So I think number 20 right here being Short Term 12 makes a lot of sense. Good thing Brie Larson doesn't care about his opinion. <laughs> All right, Alden. 
did I get it right? Did Josh get it right? Who got it right? Uh, no, actually, my uh, my twenty is a ghost story. Oh damn! Yeah, that movie definitely fucks with my sense of time too. Yeah, I totally get that. Good choice. Whoa, I didn't think a ghost story would be on your list. Damn. I've been saying since the first time I've watched it that I needed to rewatch it, and it was not part of my rewatching this last week. So I think that might be why it's this low on my list, but I love that movie. Yeah, Ghost Story rocks. We used to say at the end of every episode on our YouTube, watch a ghost story. So if you haven't seen it, join Alden and watch a ghost story. Fantastic film. Uh, this will not help you, but there is a helicopter in it. All right, I think there's quite a few movies with helicopters on this list, Josh. You can ask, and if I remember seeing one in the movies, I'll answer yes or no. It might not be an accurate answer, but I know which movie I'm talking about, so I'll at least say yes for that one. All right, can I ask a question about the use of the helicopter in the movie? Yes. Is it like a plot point or like a major set piece in the context of the movie? It is kind of a memorable piece is there a helicopter in oh because i know nate likes this movie a lot judas and the black messiah no we don't see a helicopter in that movie there might be like the sound effects of one but it's not like ever seen i i don't remember one well if nate doesn't remember then we're fine yeah he did just rewatch that one yeah, I rewatched that movie like two days ago, three days ago. It fucking rocks. Super holds up. If you guys have HBO Max, watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Seriously, one of the best movies of like last year. Probably one of the best movies ever about the Black Panther Party or the Rainbow Coalition. Fucking masterpiece. I actually know mine too. I wonder if we just thought of the same movie. <laughs> I mean, unless you're thinking of ghosts in the show, probably not. Oh, then never mind. I've really seen this one. <laughs> All right, well, I'm locking in Ghost in the Shell. What do you think it is, Josh? Uh, my first take ever on Duel of the Takes, Ex Machina. Oh my god, Josh. Yo, let's go! Yeah, uh, he got it. Nice. When he, when he said kinda, I'm like, well, the endings, I guess, like... Yeah, you've got, like, it's not really the intro, but right at the end of the intro to the movie, you've got the helicopter, and then you've got it at the end. So... I didn't realize Ex Machina would even be on this list, Alden. I just thought you put, like, Ex Machina and a ghost story here to bait me and Nate, because Ex Machina is one of my favorites, and a ghost story is one of both of our favorites. So, not this whole list of 40, well, now 43, including Draft Day, but most of this list, I was just kind of building post-20, and then I was going to sort them out once I had 40. I expected probably five of these to definitely be on the list, and then others could get shuffled around moved out. Uh, so I do like that movie a lot, uh, but not not too, too much. It's only at 19. I think it's interesting because I feel like I like that movie a lot more than everybody here, but I don't think it's in my top 20 of all time. Yeah, it like might be in my top 250 favorite movies of all time. Top 20 seems a little high. We we got a long way to go. We've only, we usually do a top 10. <laughs> I'm not confident at all. Yeah, me neither. I feel like I know maybe the top like four or five, but top 20, this is, we got a long way to go. Alden, you want to hit us with the next uh, hint? This made me appreciate the color yellow a little bit more. I think this one's a pretty heavy-handed hint, uh, but we'll see. This could also be racist if I say something wrong here. Yes, it very much could be. <laughs> I thought of the Lego movie. I mean, yeah, the Lego minifigures are yellow. Yeah. They are Lego people. 
I feel like if there was a Wes Anderson movie on the list, it would be right here. He's always using those soft yellows, those pastel colors. I, I feel like I'd, I'd appreciate a color a little more from his movies, but uh, not a single Wes Anderson movie on here. So Alton needs to do more homework. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also thinking SpongeBob. Outside the top 10? I mean, this is Alden we're talking about. Blade Runner has more orange than yellow i think yeah i'm kind of leaning towards kill bill right now i feel like they use that color a lot in that movie with like her uh, jumpsuit you also got the pussy wagon there's a lot of yellow yeah i'm trying to think if alden has even seen kill bill and this might be just throwing me off have you seen kill bill alden bro that's cheating i have seen kill bill <laughs> why can't i ask you that <laughs> it, this is public knowledge it's in the episode the only one i haven't seen is jackie brown <laughs> Oh, okay. Which is also on this list. Shit. If I remember correctly, Kill Bill was high on his list. So was Jackie Brown. I think his number one was Pulp Fiction, which isn't even on here. But I know Alden doesn't go by his own logic, so Kill Bill could definitely be on this list. Uh, my logic for every week's lists are totally different. I'm gonna agree and go with Kill Bill also. Damn, Josh, copying off me already? Uh... Well, you both have home runs. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, you fucking copied, bro. I knew uh, I knew it was a bit heavy-handed. I just didn't know if you guys would, like... I truthfully almost said Spongebob at the end. Yeah, no, I was thinking. I was like, nobody has said Spongebob. Nah, that shit's like top five. Maybe. <laughs> All right, what's the next one Josh can copy off me for? Um, I don't have one written down for this. I'm trying to think. This one's going to be about food. You kind of would have to have watched this recently to know. Ratatouille. Um, white rice porridge. White rice porridge? Yep. Like rice pouring in... Pouring in something? No, porridge is in the food. Like Goldilocks, there's porridge in, in three different temperature porridges. There's some porridge in this house. There's some porridge in this house. I said certified porridge. Seven porridges a week. Got that wet-ass porridge. Make that... Oh. Oh, no. I think my mom just sent me the Star Wars house. Oh, the one on, like, Zillow Gone Wild, the new Duel of the Takes studio? <laughs> she did. So your mom's text message said, Hey, Alden, hope you're doing well. I bought you the Star Wars mansion for your new Duel of the Takes studio. Oh, by the way, your little brother has COVID-19. <laughs> oh, man, we won't know for 24 to 48 hours. All jokes aside, thoughts and prayers for Alden's little brother, everybody. Who has been previously hospitalized due to lung issues. Oh, shit. Well, um, on the same topic of child endangerment, I'm thinking here uh, it's Grave of the Fireflies is where I'm leaning. Okay. Is that, what is that movie? <laughs> It's uh, one of the earlier Studio Ghibli movies. Ah. Uh, yeah, it's... But it's uh, it's a lot different than most of their work. There's not really, like, a fantasy element. It takes place in Japan, like, right before America decided to be a dickhead and drop an atomic bomb on them. And you follow the two main characters of these, like, really poor, displaced, uh, like, orphan children. Is that the only Studio Ghibli movie on here? I... Yeah. I just skimmed the whole list. Yeah, I mean, hot take. I think it's Ghibli's best film, but I know there's a lot of other people that like like Spirit Away, My Neighbor Tortoro. I think Spirited Away is definitely the like most accepted as the best. Can't really compare it to anything else on here, so I don't want to do this two rounds in a row, but I think I'm going to have to agree with you, Nate. No way, you're stealing from me again, Josh. What the fuck? Maybe my hints are too good? Hell yeah, Grave of the Fireflies, represent. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nice. Yep. If Spirited Away was on there, I would have just guessed Spirited Away. Spirited Away has a lot of good food. Yeah, I'd say that Spirited Away is like the ratatouille of like good movies. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, this is not starting off as I thought it would. We got a, a ghost story at number 20, Ex Machina, 19, 18 is Kill Bill, 17, Grave of the Fireflies, Alden. What is our hint for number 16? I spent 20 minutes trying to figure out a hint for the next one. <laughs> oh, boy. No, hold on. I didn't say I got one. Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, I guess we don't need a hint. I mean, this is the Alden-led episode. True. It's, it's, what, he, it's what he does best. <laughs> well, I have, like, something I want to say, but I do think it's a dead giveaway. I might... I'm just going to say there's a, a lot going on with sound which definitely is a it, i don't know i think that that works damn i mean there's a lot of movies on here with like a distinct kind of sound to them whether it be like any of the nolan movies that are on here i mean yeah and even with those han zimmer's score it could be a blade runner man this is this one's tough this seems too low but i think it's dunkirk even blade runner 2049 i don't know the way alden said it was obvious i think i'm going with dunkirk i feel like i'm saying it too soon but i'm walking in dunkirk i guess to add on to like that or i guess to clarify my hint what you're clarifying now that i locked in a hint no you can unlock it i don't care i i said it was a dead giveaway with my previous hint i boiled this one down as far as i could so this is not, like, a giveaway. I mean, you guys have said, like, five or six movies already. Oh, uh, fuck. Um, I don't know if I should unlock it. Oh, I'm gonna guess the one that was the first one to come to mind that I haven't said yet. I think it's Baby Driver. Because if I think there's any element of that film that's the standout, it's definitely the sound. I mean, the whole movie's edited around the soundtrack. The main character has an issue hearing sounds due to tendinitis. It, it just makes sense. It's definitely Baby Driver. I mean, if the sound isn't what you love the most about Dunkirk, you're kind of clowning, but anyway. Well, I think what Tarantino said he liked the most about Dunkirk was its nonlinear storytelling and visual presentation. Quinn Tarantino, I'm saying right now, you're clowning. I will debate Dunk. I will debate Dunkirk with you. You hear that, Quentin Tarantino? If you want to be on another podcast, uh, just head on over to Duel of the Takes uh, Discord server, and we'll uh, we'll make you a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I, I could still get a point. I know it's on the list. I'm going to stick with Dunkirk. I feel like Alden's trying to throw me off or something. That's how I have to answer it. No, I'm comfortable with saying Baby Driver. And that's three in a row for me. I think Nate and I are tied. But Josh, you are right. The sound in Dunkirk is one of my favorite things about it. Mm -hmm. It's the main favorite thing about it. Yeah. Sweet. So uh, what's the hint for number 15, Burger King foot lettuce pick? <laughs> uh... I think that this is better when you're not sober. Oh, so like every movie on this list. <laughs> I feel like the first thing coming to my mind is like Shrek 2. I think it's, we can't guess Shrek 2 yet. <laughs> That's a potential number one. Damn, so does that make it Herbie fully loaded here? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's going to be a future commentary track. <laughs> <laughs> the movie that's standing out to me the most right now is, like, The Cat in the Hat, because, like, I'd rather watch that movie, like, drunk or, like, high and, like, not sober, but it's a lot of fun. Like, it's a funny movie. I was also thinking Scooby-Doo 2. True, true. Same kind of energy for the most part. Especially the second one, because the second one's so much more fast-paced than the first one. 
Yeah, but the first one... The first one's better? I agree. <laughs> it's definitely way more of like a stoner movie, for sure. The movie I want to say, I feel like it's a little too soon, but we're also in the top 15. Scooby-Doo 2. I'm going to go with Scooby-Doo 2. I'm not going to say that other movie I was thinking. Uh, my number 15 movie is The Beach Bomb. Whoa. Damn. Wow, I didn't expect that. I got my point. Damn it. <laughs> All right, Alden, uh, what's the hint for number 14? <laughs> uh, I guess it's, um, it's how I would think a child's mind would process extreme trauma. Okay, well, we already got Grave of the Fireflies eliminated, so... No, 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 no. How it would process it, not the events. <laughs> <laughs> what's Short Torn 12 about? Um... Alden has literally talked about it since the day I've known him but I still haven't seen it. That's fine. It's like, um... Uh, Short Term 12 is about, like, uh, at the end of Perks of Being a Wallflower when, like, he goes to that, like, care facility, like, uh, for troubled youth. It's kind of like that, and, like, there's a couple of characters that play, like, the counselors and, like, the people that are, like, actually at risk. Yeah, a place for at-risk kids. Oh. I kind of want to guess Perks of Being a Wallflower here the more I think about it. Yeah, the first time I watched Perks of Being a Wallflower, I was crying, and it was a mess. Yeah, it's a good pick here, Josh. I might I might do the same. I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters. There's definitely some trauma in it, no doubt. And it's really all about how somebody's dealing with that trauma. No, no, no. This is what I think a child's mind would do trying to understand extreme trauma. All right, well, by that metric, I think I'm going to go for Hunt for the Wilder People because I know you like uh, Taika Waititi's work a lot. And I also think like it has some fantasy kind of like whimsical elements to a pretty cut and dry story about like, you know, some sad stuff. And I think I'm going to agree because I'm completely stumped. I hope when Nate edits this episode, he can hear my cat snoring in the background. <laughs> Josh, are you just going to copy my guesses every round you don't know? Yeah, I'm copying and pasting. Uh, Josh, have you seen uh, Hunt for the Wilder People? No. I think you'd like it. I think it's one of the stronger Taika Waititi movies so far. Okay. Yeah, so far. Yeah, your boy Sam Neill from Jurassic Park's in it. Puts in a pretty good performance. <laughs> oh, nice. But unfortunately, it's also got that annoying New Zealand kid from Deadpool <laughs> 2. So it's not all great. Russell. No. Oh, no. So were we right, Alden? Uh, no, and I kind of gave a second hint. It's Cat in the Hat. <laughs> Bro, there's no way. I had no idea. Alright, what's the next movie? The Irishman? I, I mean, hint for the next movie. Um, no, but it definitely has, like, a lot of culture. Jory would not like this one. Oh, interesting hint. <laughs> Alright, sounds like we gotta start listing off the cultures that Jory doesn't like. I gotta think of Alden's perception of Jory and not actually Jory as a person here. Nah, it's a running joke I make with Jory, or I guess about Jory's tastes all the time. Well, we know Jory really, really likes Mulan, so that's not on here. That's Jory's number one on his renaissance list. Yeah. How do you define culture? <laughs> like, technically, all these movies have culture in some way. I feel like I want to say Judas and the Black Messiah, but Jory really liked that movie, so it's definitely not that. Good. Jory's based. Does Jory like Sorry to Bother You? I have no clue what his thoughts are. I don't know. I don't know. I'm completely lost on this one, too. I'm hoping I didn't give a Nicholas Rorman kind of hint, but we'll see. 
Okay, I believe I said that this movie has a lot of culture and that Jory would not like it. Can I ask a question about it? Yeah. Is the film itself culturally effective or does the film itself have culture? film itself, like, has a lot of culture. Okay, okay. I think I'm just going to go with Scott Pilgrim because I guess it's technically... Like, culturally relevant. People really like it. I think Jory hates that movie. I just noticed Parasite's on this list. Um... Oh, yeah, I forgot. Jory totally hates Asians. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm kidding. Jory does not hate anyone. Uh, but that'd be funny if we spent the entire back half of season two making Jory sound racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to guess something that I think is going to be in the top 10. I mean, at least you still got a point, though. Yeah, true. Fuck it. Uh, Lion King, one and a half. It's been a while. We're on 13, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, Lilo and Stitch. Damn, I was thinking that, but you said Jory hated it. Jory fucking loves Lilo and Stitch. You did, and you thought too hard on the Jory part. He hates found family stuff. But he loves Lilo and Stitch. Yes, but he hates found family stuff. He does love family stuff. Alden, you're... That's the joke. I literally said, this is a running joke I make about Jory all the time. I make it literally all the time. I have literally zero memory of you ever making a joke about Jory not liking found family shit. Yeah, I'm with you, Nate. No, I think I started it when he said something about Ray Skywalker, and I'm like, you hate found families, and he never denied it. For someone that doesn't remember anything, you remember that? Yeah. That was a Nicholas Warman hint, but moving on. I, I did say it might be. All right, Josh, we are seven entries now into uh, the list. What are you thinking? You think Alden's list is shaping out the way you expected or something different? I was surprised to see both Ex Machia and a ghost story on this list in general. But I guess it I guess it makes sense, though, because a lot of movies Alden watches are movies we recommend. So I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. I mean, I definitely saw Ex Machina, like, in 2015, which is three years before I knew you. I'm just giving, I was just talking more about a ghost story. I'm trying to think of a hint for this next one. Uh, one word, water. Avatar 2. God, I can't wait for Avatar 2. Avatar 2. <laughs> Let's see, movies about water on here. We've got uh, A Cure for Wellness, There's a Bitch Underwater on the poster um submarine i think that's about water right and then uh um there's an entire water planet in interstellar i might go with that i might go with spongebob here i mean i still feel like this is too low for spongebob for alden but i mean dunkirk has a lot of stuff by the water i don't think i could guess spongebob anymore right didn't i already guess it i don't think you did yeah i was gonna guess spongebob instead of scooby-doo 2 and then i changed my mind mentally okay so i can still guess spongebob for number 12 for spongebob i mean it makes sense because i think i jumped the gun on lion king one and a half that's probably the animated film in his top 10 i do not think that alden has lion king one and a half anywhere on this list i think that was just a joke or is it dunkirk and did i did I say Dunkirk yet? Yeah, you did. Yeah, what about Interstellar, though? It's got that whole water planet. I think Interstellar's in Alden's top ten, though. Mm -mm, I don't think it is. I think I'm sticking with SpongeBob. The more I think about it, the more it's making sense to me. Yeah, I feel like this is the right spot for SpongeBob. Even if it is lower, at least I get a point. Yeah, that's how I'm thinking. So you're both picking SpongeBob? Yes, sir. I don't even know if this came up in your conversation, but it's Mad Max Fury Road. Huh? Oh, yeah, I guess Mad Max does have that one guy that, like, controls all the water, and that's why everyone's fighting. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, 
Hunt for the 11th? Mm-hmm. There is magic. All right. Movies with magic in there. Um, it could be Shrek 2. If Shrek 2 is Alden's number 11 of all time after almost how many... How many, how many episodes of Duel of the Takes are there? A lot. Uh, this would be episode 72. After 71 episodes, and Alden's probably mentioned Shrek 2, eh, probably more than half. Maybe. The only movies on here that have like a noticeable amount of magic that are like ringing a bell to me are the two Suspiria movies. And knowing Alden's like sensibilities and style and the things that he appreciates in movies, I think he probably likes 2018 more. Um... So I think I think that's going to be where I lean with this. I think I'm I'm going to lock uh, Suspiria 2018. I watched both Suspirias with you when uh when Kevin walked in halfway through. Nate called that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he sat there and took like a couple of minutes to try to figure out what was going on and then just gave up. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've heard Alden talk about Suspiria 2018 a lot more, so I think think i'm once again i did watch him more recently but i don't know i i feel i've heard you really praise that movie i could take a chance and say suspiria to split the difference but i want the point so i'm gonna go with 2018 suspiria are you both on 2018 suspiria then i fucking love this movie oh hell yeah big win for us suspiria 2018 you both had it right nice nice oh look at that josh getting by riding off my coattails once again <laughs> all right well we're running out of spots considering the fact i know that alden has a lot of these movies still and we're now in the top 10 yeah yeah that's how i'm feeling um i think i'm gonna say there was a pretty big auction of a set piece of this one sometime recently which should be, well, maybe not. It's a giveaway. But I think it applies to more than one movie. I think I know what this one is, and I already guessed it. So good luck, Josh. You're on your own, idiot. Have any of the Legos from the Lego movie been auctioned off recently? I guess I should have I guess I should have kept up with movie prop auctions before this episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing Drive just because I really want that white leather jacket with the scorpion on the back. That sounds cool. I think I'm going to guess The Dark Knight because I feel like Alden likes Interstellar more than The Dark Knight. Was there any props from Jackie Brown? Maybe Alden rewatched Jackie Brown and yeah, I'm going to stick to The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. So right before I answer, it's not from Tokyo Drift, but the Supra from the first Fast and Furious sold for like $550,000 few months ago tokyo drift is your number 10 no 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 no. before i answer i just wanted to state that that was another auction i was <laughs> i was thinking of cars from tokyo drift but i'm like we're not at like number 20 we're at number 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's uh it's spongebob yep i knew it right away all right for number nine i don't uh i don't think this works for too many of these but there is cowboy hat Oh, just like the one sitting in Josh's house right now. It could be. I mean, there's honestly quite a few. There's a couple. The Lego movie, I think, has a cowboy sequence. It does. Does Ford v. Ferrari have somebody with a cowboy hat? Shelby has one. Nothing quite screams cowboy hat like uh, NASCAR, Josh. It's not NASCAR, but Shelby is... Yeah, Shelby had a cowboy hat in there. Yo, we can't miss uh, Dr. Strangelove. That's pretty prominent use of a cowboy hat, if I do say so myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like Drive would be a lot cooler if 
Oscar Isaac's character had a cowboy hat, but I don't think Oscar he does. Isaac. <laughs> I think I know what I'm guessing too. Why don't I guess it first? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, I definitely feel like that's the most iconic like cowboy hat on the list. Yeah. I'm going to go with Thank You for Smoking, though. I feel like there's a prominent number of cowboy hats, but specifically with Sam Elliott's character of, like, the Marlboro Man. Like, I feel like that's definitely where where we're going. That's a good one, too. Plus, I'm pretty sure Robert Duvall has a cowboy hat, too, in there. Cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Nate, Nate got it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a big deal, you know. Alden, did you watch Dr. Strangelove? Maybe. I've already guessed it, so hopefully he has and he really likes it. I doubt Alden's watched it, but who knows? Um, I uh, I rewatched Dr. Strangelove, like, last week, and, uh, yeah, no, the president in that movie, Merkin Muffley, uh, it still really, really, really reminds me of you, Alden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, President Muffley, what's our next hint? I kind of want to say cowboy hat again, but I'm... I'm not remembering the scene <laughs> if there is one in there or not, but I'm pretty sure there is. Um, I'm going to say this is, it is a story. It is, it is historical. I want to say it again. <laughs> There's a bunch on here. All right. So a historical movie that may or may not have a cowboy hat. Uh, I don't think there's a cowboy hat in Dunkirk, but it is historic. Um, uh, I think there's probably a cowboy hat somewhere in Tokyo Drift, and everyone knows that that movie is actually about the fall of imperialism in Japan, so it could be that. I know what it is, so um, I don't... Do you? I think so, because I feel like I already said it. So you think it's Dunkirk, Josh? Yeah, it's either Dunkirk or Doc... I think it's Dunkirk or Dr. Strangelove, one of those two. Well, I'm pretty sure you guessed both of those already. Are you going to go with Ford v. Ferrari? Uh, I don't... I don't... I... Mm. Maybe. <laughs> there's also a cowboy hat in Ford v. Ferrari, Alden very much said. But there's one in Doctor Strange. I'm just going to say Ford v. Ferrari. I think it's Doctor Strange Love, though. All right, good guess. I'm going to go with uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I don't really remember there being a cowboy hat in that movie. At least one's not standing out to me. There's definitely a fedora. Um, but it's a historical movie. It's relatively recent, and I think uh, Alden likes it a lot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Judas and the Black Messiah here. I uh, I don't think Josh is going to catch back up. They just got it again. It's Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. There's a cowboy hat in that. There is a scene where they're meeting with white people to try and get them to join their cause and a lot of them are like kind of racist and wearing cowboy hats it's very stereotypical i love it that's actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie is they're trying to show the rainbow coalition so there's like a group of different gangs that are all you know anti-authoritarian anti-police and they all want the same thing they all want to be able to protect themselves and to not have these these i guess private army of police officers uh attacking them so yeah there's like a white supremacist group and they're like well these these uh african americans who really want you know justice for their community uh, agree with us so i guess it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend type thing and they do it really really well in this movie although it's not a main focal point um i don't think they mention like socialism or communism quite enough to really get the point across of the rainbow coalition but beyond that this is probably one of the best portrayals of that historic uh event in uh in tv and film so far I may bring Cowboy Hat back for a f uh, future movie, but not this one. Stop. Alrighty, Alden, what's our hint for number seven? You know what? I'm going to say water again. Oh, come on. This one has a very large plot point involving water. 
rather than just featuring water. Water. Did I say Dunkirk? Yes, Josh, you've already guessed Dunkirk, and you've asked three times if you've said Dunkirk. Yes, you have already guessed Dunkirk. Large plot point in water. I could say Drive, but I could also say Blade Runner 2049. It's like literally the same scene. The same scene. The same scene. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is where I'm finally going to make a guess for Dunkirk, just because I feel like it's on this list. I don't know if it's going to be right here, but I want to get the points when it eventually does land its way on this list. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to say Dunkirk here at number seven. I'll say Blade Runner 2049. I might have been wrong, and Josh might be catching up because it is Blade Runner 2049. No fucking way. Nice, nice. Once he said, I thought of like the word plot point, I'm like, okay, that's a pretty big scene involving water. All right, number six. Uh, The hint is I have to pee. One, because I have to pee, and two, it relates to the movie. Uh, So I'll be right back. Oh, it's Scott Pilgrim. Wait, really? Yeah, because of the pee joke. I got to pee. I gotta pee on her. I mean, I gotta pee. Is Legend that mob movie where Tom Hardy plays like twin brothers that are in the mob? Is there piss in that? That's what I. That's what came up on Google when I looked it up earlier. Because I thought it. I thought at first it said I am Legend. I feel like if Alden's hint involves around pissing, it's gonna be something more like crucial to the plot or the scene. I feel like Scott Pilgrim's just like a runaway joke. I just remember Alden literally wheezing during that piss joke in Scott Pilgrim. I mean, there's probably other movies with piss jokes too, like Shrek 2's got one, um, Scooby-Doo 2, doesn't Daphne get pissed I on? Think we're th- yeah, I think we're too low for Shrek 2, even though we're at number six. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Could be Scooby-Doo, dog pissing. Wait, but when she gets pissed on by Scrappy, that's the first one i think there's another dog piss joke in the second oh wasn't that the first one though yeah or the flashback wait when does he no that was scrappy in the flashback yeah isn't there that scene with the the fucking like they're on the red carpet and a dog comes up and pisses on her and she like grosses out (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i'm gonna lock in scooby-doo too why not i'm definitely going with scott pilgrim Okay, uh, how did you get to Scott Pilgrim? The pee joke. Oh, oh, okay. Alden wasn't that good with his hints. Oh, no, I'm just gonna drink my tap water real quick that has a little bit of fluoride in it. Oh, shit, I wasn't thinking about that. (coughs) Whoops. (coughs) Okay, it's Dr. Strangelove. (coughs) Oh, there's two piss jokes in Scott Pilgrim, actually, now that I think about it. There's a lot of jokes in Scott Pilgrim. The whole thing is a joke. I feel like the biggest joke of Scott Pilgrim is people thinking it's Edgar Wright's best movie. <laughs> I'm also, like, really pissed at myself for guessing Scooby-Doo 2 when it was Dr. Strangelove. What the fuck? Honestly, that's a good that's a good choice based on peeing. Yeah, hopefully I still collect some points for Scooby-Doo 2. Maybe it'll be in the top five. Yeah, I hope Scott Pilgrim's actually on this list. Alrighty, here we are. The hint for number five, Alden. I'll be a little more specific. Uh, There is an actress who has multiple characters somewhere else in this list, in this movie. Wait, repeat that. There is an actress in this movie who has multiple characters from the rest of my list. So she's acted in more than one movie on this list is what you're saying yes okay i guess i could have worded things better i will go with short term 12 yeah i guess because it's brie larson now the question is is it short term 12 or scott pilgrim 
not left on the list. <clears throat> Already guessed on the list. So, oh. Okay. So I will go with short term 12. God, even the straightforward hint is like it, like really cryptic for some reason. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Well, other actresses that appear in multiple movies on this. Um, come on. I mean, feel I feel like Tessa Thompson's in a ton of movies. I'm, I'm starting to lean towards Sorry to Bother You. I think that the, like, the short term 12, like Brie Larson thing is a little too obvious. I think Alden's trying to pull the wool over our eyes, so to speak. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another actress and... <laughs> cough cough tessa thompson only in sorry to bother you i mean i can't think of another one off the top of my head looking at this but i mean he's got to have more than one tessa thompson movie here especially for an alden list you know what this hint's making less and less sense but i'm still guessing sorry to bother you to try to reap in points when it's late like higher on the list <laughs> <laughs> i guess you could try like no oh, bye craig i guess you could say that maybe maggie gyllenhaal's brother is in this one uh it's okja jesus wow i wasn't even thinking of okja yeah no god what's her face uh tilda swinton's in like a lot of movies on this list oh i love it i've uh yeah i've seen it a few times yeah i think it's a pretty good movie but uh i i don't know if it's like in my top five like bung joon ho movies alone though i'm pretty confident short term 12 is somewhere here yeah i feel like you're definitely gonna get some points later i don't have scooby-doo 2 at least hey Scooby-Doo 2 might still be on here. We only got four spots left. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. Okay, here it is. The hint for number uh, four? Yeah, what, what is it? Uh, no, I'm going to kind of use a similar hint. I'm going to use my veto. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Is Josh vetoing Alden's <laughs> top 20 favorite movies list? What the hell? <laughs> I think draft day goes here. At number four? I don't know. Draft day at number four seems a little high. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of going to use the same hint as last time. There is an actor in this one that is in a previous placed movie. All right. I think I know this one. I'm very, very confident in this. Beach Bum made the list, uh, which I didn't really think it was going to. I knew Alden liked that movie, but it was number 15. I think that this is a shoe-in for Matthew McConaughey and Interstellar is here at number four for Alden. It only makes sense. I know it's one of his favorite movies. Alden said actor. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to point out, like, based on, on the my number five, Okja, uh, Tilda Swinton has, like, five characters out of two movies on this list already. So, Nate, it could be Mike Myers. That's a good point. Like, Shrek 2, uh, he's in other movies on here, Cat in the Hat, yeah. Or it could, it could be Tom Hardy, and Alden really likes Legend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Gosling was in Blade Runner 2049, of course. True, but... Drive being above Blade Runner 2049 with Alden's taste doesn't really add up to me. Yeah, this this is a very broad hint now that I think about it. Actually, uh, no, I already said it. Never mind. Josh is having a hard time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is Interstellar. I'm, I'm confident in locking that in here. Uh, I mean, there's other options, but I, I feel like this is just the right placement. I feel like Shrek 2 would be a little too, uh, a little too low here for Alden. <laughs> I was thinking Interstellar 2 because it's got the same Nolan 2. There's a sequel? Interstellar 2, First Man. <laughs> I was also thinking that because the cast, Nolan usually keeps like around the same cast and we've talked about Nolan a lot. Honestly, I want to guess The Dark Knight, but I already guessed it. So I'm going to, I'm going with the other movie. I don't, I don't even want to. Should I, should I throw in another hint just for fun? I mean, if you want, but I'm staying with Interstellar. Okay, uh, there's a lot of Academy 
nominations and winners. Uh, well, I guess it did. Interstellar's got one, maybe two. I mean, I'm pretty sure Michael Caine's been nominated several times. Anne Hathaway's been nominated a couple times. Uh, obviously, Matthew McConaughey has won a couple of times. So, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I want to say The Dark Knight, but I can't. So I, I'm going to go with Interstellar. I don't I don't even want to agree with you here, Nate. I'm not doing this on purpose. Are you both saying Interstellar? Yeah. It's short-term 12. you got to be kidding me. Ah, there it is. Well, I got points still, but not much. It was the first movie, I guessed. It's all the way here at four? Yeah, we got uh, Lakeith Stanfield and Judas and the Black Messiah. Brie Larson finally shows up. Uh, I don't think I have Rami Malek in anything else on my list. Well, yeah, because the best thing he's done is the TV show Mr. Robot. I don't think that that counts as a movie. And if it was, would it even be in your top 20? Who knows? Unfortunately, I love that show. This top three, I don't know. This is not going the way I thought it would. (laughs) (laughs) Here it is. Number three, Alden. I'm going to, I guess, say the bridge between practical and cgi is done very well so scooby damn so this is where interstellar is going we just guessed it one spot early bruh i think that's what it is scooby-doo too <laughs> now you want to both guess draft day here no draft day's not on this list <laughs> i call it call it a neutral <laughs> did we did dunkirk make the list it's not like, yeah. looking good for dunkirk now could be Dunkirk, I mean. I mean, the only other movie that I could think it is is Sorry to Bother You with, like, the uh, the horse people kind of thing. Uh, I think that that's a really cool practical effect. Uh, the visual effects are pretty minimal in that movie, but, I yeah, it's probably Interstellar. I don't know. The horses, upon rewatch, look a little... It's not the first thing I think of when I think of Sorry to Bother You, but... I, uh, I mean, unfortunately, every time I watch that movie and I close my eyes at night, the first thing that is in my head is the horse-human-cock hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Interstellar or Dunkirk, so I guess I have nothing to lose if I do put Sorry to Bother You here. Yeah, I've already guessed all of those, so I'm just going to guess the Lego movie here. I don't think Alden likes it this much, but I mean, I think the practical and visual effects are very well uh, like mixed, and uh, you know, maybe I'll get a point. Yeah, y'all put Interstellar one place too short. Yep, bruh. Probably gonna be a nothing points for each of us. I don't know. Alright, well I have no clue where this list is going. Uh, Alden, what is our hint for number two? Are Josh and I gonna get a point here? Oh. I, uh... Yeah. Good soundtrack. Uh, there it is. Yep, it has to be Shrek 2, right? Number two overall, though? You wanna just do it, Nate? Shrek Shrek 2. 2. (laughs) <laughs> okay if shrek 2 is here what the fuck is alden's number one i don't know and i'm afraid yeah i'm gonna also say shrek 2 we'll just make number one interesting for us number two is shrek 2 there we go Ooh, <laughs> yay! <laughs> i need a good hint for this one and i don't i don't have one yet have we ever talked about it on duel of the takes yeah i think this is the first time since nate's horror movie list we uh we uh, had a number one where, like, n- nobody knew. Yeah. That's what I was kind of hoping. I figured Josh would overestimate my love for Nolan, and 
I figured Nate would get a lot of the bottom picks. Yeah, I did get a lot of the bottom picks. And then Josh fucking stole my points by also guessing them. But I was pretty confident in this one. Dunkirk and The Dark Knight might not be on here. Yeah, I don't think Alden is putting a Nolan movie at number one here. Um, maybe it's... Uh... Tokyo Drift, number one. Yeah, I guess I, I feel like I've guessed everything that I would guess here for Alden's favorite <laughs> movie, honestly. The ones that make sense, I can't guess. That is That is my issue here. <laughs> I'm reading letterbox reviews for this movie. I feel like I should read one of these as a hint. Yeah, go for it. This one's in Portuguese. I'm scared to translate it. It's definitely one we've both already guessed, right, Josh? I think so. Like, if the movie I'm thinking of isn't on Alden's list, I'll be pretty surprised. <laughs> okay, I've got one. Uh, I don't think this gives it away at all. No, it might. Either way, this movie is so utterly, tremendously based. This is from uh, Letterboxd user Maddie. It was posted three days ago. Ooh, actually, it could be Parasite. I feel like its themes of classism resonate pretty well with Alden. Damn, I was thinking the same thing. I'm going to go with Parasite too. Yeah, I was just going to say it to say it though. I wasn't actually thinking it was number one. Uh, well... I'm going to read this other one. Uh, this movie is absolutely one of my favorites to ever exist. Something about the surrealist low sci-fi that permeates the film like a drug-induced haze makes every twist and turn almost a something experience rather than a gripping, grasping moment. Oh shit, Josh, we were bamboozled. It's sorry to bother you, Josh, we got played! Say the movie, please. It's sorry to bother you, you need to set it. Yeah, you both were right. That was interesting. Wow, well, that did not go the way I thought. There were quite a few movies omitted that I would have figured were in your top 20. Oh, now that we're finished with this list, I wasn't too big a fan of Drive. Yeah, it just kind of, I don't know, didn't hit home. So what about Sorry to Bother You got it over Shrek 2? I can't watch Shrek 2 like Nate watches Suspiria. I can probably watch Sorry to Bother You like Nate watches Suspiria. I can watch Shrek 2 a lot, don't get me wrong, but like, Shrek 2 to bed every night, I can't do that. Yeah, but falling asleep to Sorry to Bother You sounds, like, difficult. Like, what? Yeah, the voices in the movie are really, they're all great. I, I love the cast, everyone works perfectly for their role, and uh, like that review said, it's so utterly, tremendously based. I guess it's got, like, similar vibes to Parasite, but better movie. Sorry, Bong Joon-ho. Fun fact, I have still yet to see Parasite. Well, that's because you're also racist, Josh. <laughs> I like it a lot, but not top 20 a lot. I remember it being your number one movie of 2019, which says a lot because we watched a lot of movies in 2019. Beach Bomb was in 2018, right? Or was that 2019? No, it was definitely 2018 because I watched it with you guys. Yeah, because that held it for the entire year. I mean, I like Dunkirk a lot, but top 20, no. You did say The Dark Knight and Dunkirk are both in your top five movies of all time on this show. Yeah, that was also a year ago. I like to trust, I like to trust my friend's words. Today, I learned I can't trust them. I watched the majority of these movies, eh, about half of these movies after I made that statement. All right, Alden, before we have you read your list of top 20 favorite movies of all time, uh, I have to declare Josh as the winner. Although we guessed the same number of movies correctly, um, he guessed more uh, in proximity to where they actually were than I did. For example, I guessed Short Term 12 at number 20 and had a 14-point deviation where it was actually at uh, number 
uh, number four. So yikes! I don't even understand that point system. <laughs> it's always been weird. Damn. So this is the first time I think I've won. I think I've won this multiple times. My number twenty is a ghost story. My nineteen is Ex Machina. Eighteen is Kill Bill. Seventeen is Grave of the Fireflies. Sixteen, Baby Driver. Fifteen, The Beach Bum. Fourteen, The Cat in the Hat. Thirteen, Lilo and Stitch. Twelve, Mad Max Fury Road. Eleven, Suspiria, twenty eighteen. Ten, The SpongeBob SquarePants Movie. Nine, Thank You for Smoking. Eight, Judas and the Black Messiah. Seven, Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. Six, Doctor Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Five is Okja. Four is Short Term 12. Three is Interstellar. Two is Shrek 2. One is Sorry to Bother You. Dude, this is nuts to me. I, falling asleep to Sorry to Bother You, like, that sounds scary. Like, scarier than falling asleep to Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like listening to his phone voice, uh, I forget that actor's name. I think... Um, David Cross? Yes, David Cross and Patton... Uh, holy shit, did your cat just burp? Yep. Patton Oswald is another phone voice, and I think Lakeith Stanfield's voice, Tessa Thompson, everyone who just speaks in that movie doesn't have a... Like, they've all got good voices. So it's definitely a don't pay attention to just, like, have playing, and it's a soothing sound. I don't know. I'd, w- I'd wake up when Terry Crews is yelling at me for rent. Nah, Terry Crews yelling puts me to sleep. All right. Well, on that note, thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode of Duel of the Takes. Uh, if you noticed anything different about this episode, uh, yeah, I uh, my audio track deleted. It was on that hard drive that was uh, taken from me. Um, so, yeah, uh, I re-recorded all of these lines uh, after editing down Josh's and Alden's bits. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this little experiment. I hope to never have to do it again. But uh, thanks for your support and patience with this season of Duel of the Takes.